You're listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey, The Good, The Bad, and The Branding with Danielle Clem, the weekly podcast created for fellow entrepreneurs, whether just starting out, established in your business, or simply testing out the waters. We're here to put the real back in entrepreneurial reality. Each episode guides you through the different paths walked and lessons learned by fellow bosses, how they got through it, and tips that got them there sprinkled in with a little business branding and a whole lot of heart. One question is, are you ready to dive in? Here's your host, designer, marketer, and frequent iced coffee drinker, Danielle Clem. So this episode is sponsored by my two-hour one-to-one growth intensives. This is so amazing. <laughs> of an intensive that I decided to add in a little more juice. So I changed up the format and now you're doing two one-hour calls and two-week implementations. So that way it is the most impactful for you. And I've had clients who've gone through this and gotten such massive action because they are just like you. They are action takers. They're listening to these podcasts. They know they're doing all the things but something just isn't clicking. They haven't gotten to their next level of success yet, or their audience growth that they're wanting, or their launch might have flopped. All of this is what I cover inside of the intensive, because when it comes down to your business, especially your marketing, there might be some missing pieces. And what we do is actually figure out what is the true line, the actual line from where you're at now to where you want to be, and create a strategy for your launch around that, and also to identify what is your position in this place. We cover all of that and so much more inside of the intensive. So if you want to get one of the four spots that I'm opening up for this, you need to head to link in the show notes to learn more and to get your spot because these go by so quick and I only offer them for a short amount of time because I give my all. And so many of the clients who come to me from this experience rapid massive growth and massive clarity and i can promise that without a shadow of a doubt so it's the link in the show notes below and i will see you on the call what is up welcome back to the podcast guys so today is going to be a little bit of an interesting episode so for those who are who've been around here for a little bit or if you're new welcome um this podcast is all about marketing, strategy, action, like the do it part. But there's the opposite side where you can do everything that you think is right. You can take all the action. You can do all the things and it might just not go right. It might just not go the way you want it to, whether it be your launch, whether it be your new audience, whether it be a new offer you created. And I kind of want to go into a couple of things that I've noticed from some of my past launches to from other people in my space who have that might be one of the reasons why yours didn't do as well or could be the one of the reasons you need to prevent before you start. So when I talk about launches, a launch, I mean, there's so many variations for what that word means in the online space. When I say launch, it's just when you're promoting a new offer. So whether it's like a one-to-one thing, whether it's a group, whether it's a course, whether, you know, insert, whatever. A launch is just when you promote and sell your offer. 
that's what it is. And I'll probably go in later, you know, down the road more on that and like launch strategies, funnel strategies, all that fun stuff. But I want to keep this a little more around the reasons why yours might have not gone great. And I'm going to put my hand up. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand up right in the air and say that I have had some crappy launches. And there are some reasons for that because the problem was never that I needed to learn more. Like For most of you who've been around here, you know that I've invested in like at least a dozen courses. I've uh, invested in over, I think like six uh, coaches and a couple programs. And that was never the problem. The problem was one of these things. So the first, and I want to say this first, I'm actually coming on this podcast with zero outline, which is very uncommon for me. I usually have an outline at least when I'm going through this, but um, in the last couple weeks or so, I have had, I've hit almost the edge of burnout and not a fun time, just to let you know. And part of that came from almost boxing myself in of sorts. You know, I talk about marketing a lot, which I really enjoy, and talking about content and all that kind of stuff, but there's different aspects of people, and I wasn't allowing part of those things to come through. For those, maybe you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, I talk a lot about tips and stuff, but there's other sides to marketing as well, because your strategy can be the bomb diggity, but if your mindset isn't right, or if you're not to the right audience, there's so many things that can happen. So the first thing that might be the reason why your launch flopped or it didn't go well is because your mind wasn't in it. Now, I know everyone's going to either roll their eyes or they're going to agree, but when I say your mind wasn't in it, you weren't fully backing the offer or belief in the goal that you had. So for example, maybe one of your goals was, hmm, I think one of my goals from one of my, one of my, what's it called, bad launches, was I wanted, I think, 20, no, 10 people in to a course that I was creating. And I was like, yeah, this would be so amazing, this would be so great if it happened. And then once we got down to it, and like, everything was going the way it was supposed to, and the thing was, even though I wanted that to happen so badly, it was starting to bring an air of desperation versus an air of like, yeah, I got this in the bag. Like, of course this is going to work out because there is a seed of doubt. And I think everyone knows from, what's it called? Weddings, the cold feet, you know, when this seed of doubt is planted, it's very hard for it not to bloom. And what can happen is we can go through a launch, we can create a really amazing strategy and so forth, but we didn't take the time or the mindset work to make sure that our mind was around it as well and making sure every single day or every couple days you know hey this is the offer that I'm selling is there anything in my mind right now uh, that could be hindering me for that and I think one of the big ones for me was belief you know I'm very much more of a person I love like some of the woo stuff (laughs) which you might hear in an upcoming podcast but I'm very much more so about actions, about tangible things, the how, the, like the stuff that you can actually go forward with. I hate fluff. <laughs> but the problem is, is if we only go for the action part, we don't really see every side. It's kind of like, you know, there's 3D, there's three dimensions or whatever. I'm not going to go super uh, scientific on this, but that's like the tangible part. But there's other, I think it's like 4D or 5D, whatever. 
I hope so. <laughs> I think I'm on the right dimensions for this. Um, where it's a lot more like in the air. And the problem is you need both to coincide. Hey, funny, 222 just came on. Um, but you need both to come in together to have a good launch because when I was going into it, I did not do a lot of journaling, a lot of mindset, especially when I started to raise my prices. And the reason you can know like your price is a little bit scary for you is you feel it. You feel it when you're like, oh, you know, this would be really amazing, but I just don't know if I can do it. Like that's when those thoughts come in. And for a lot of you, you know that your work is amazing. You know what you do is great, but you might have a hard time with quote unquote bragging about yourself. And that's actually the second part of it as well. So the first part is going into more so about did you wrap your head around your offer? Were you fully behind it every single second outside of sleeping of the day that this was going to happen, that this is the best offer that your audience could have? And the second part of that is going to be going into, okay, let's see, it was not fully backed by that, but really, did you take the time to each moment show up? And this can be somewhat unfortunate for some people who are a little more camera shy, which in this day and age, girl, like, I'm just going to tell you straight up, you got to be on camera. Unless for some reason you, you know, are somehow, I don't know, a ghost. I think that's your best, like your best thing. Unless you're a ghost, you need to be on camera for your business, whether it's on IG story, whether it's on Facebook lives, whether it's on LinkedIn, whatever, you need to be on there because showing up is not just in your post. It's not just in like, oh guys, here we go. But it's like, you actually have to show up. And that usually comes from being on video. It usually comes from even audio, from podcasting. People need to know you're there. Because one of the biggest things that can happen is in the online space, people will, you know, talk about their offer, but then they'll go away for a couple of days and they'll come back or even like a day or two and just they'll promote their offer once and then kind of leave <laughs> and then come back the next day and promote it and then leave. And that's just not going to happen. You have to show up and be able to give the value you'd need to. But especially, which was something that I did not realize until I was doing higher ticket uh, launches, is you actually have to show them what's possible. Because I can give you the best freaking strategy in the absolute world. I can give you the best tips in the world and probably so could you to your audience for the topic that you're able to do. However, they don't know that it's right for them. They don't know if they can actually do it. Like one of the biggest objections Oh my gosh, I can make this such a long podcast with how many things could be like the reason why. Um, but one of the biggest reasons too is people don't realize you have to show them what's possible. And a lot of that is through testimonials, like really diving in to what your clients have said about you, your own journey. And you have to eliminate that question, which is always in their mind of, will this work for me? Is this right for me? Is this a perfect fit? It's the reason why in copywriting, there's this like magic phrase called if then, where it's like if XYZ, then XYZ. So it's like if you're struggling with marketing and figuring out how to do ads and be able to have high quality leads, then you're in the right place. It's there's parts of it, too, in math, like geometry, I think, talks about this. I could be wrong. <laughs> I did not do well in geometry, but 
it's showing you that you have to make sure in your content especially you show up and you show them what's possible for them you need to make sure without a shadow of doubt that they know this is the right thing for them and not just tell them like that's a i think one of my biggest core things about being marketing online you have to show not tell like you can tell them all you want that this is the best place for them to be but they're like, yeah, you know, I heard that from five other courses. I know, but maybe it is true, but how do I know it's right for me? They know it because I love this example. You're going to go, let's say you're overweight and you want to lose weight and you go on, I don't know, Beachbody or some type of program. You go on their website, you look at their before and afters because every single person looks at whenever they go to a new website, they always look at results. Like <laughs> that's one of the biggest places people go. Um, but when it comes down to it, part of this is around results and who you actually have. It's the reason why in persuasion psychology is called like attracts like, because our brains, the way that we're like, we were are wired is we want to know that we belong and we want to know we're safe. And we usually know that if we see people or identify with people who are similar to us. Not just like appearance-wise, but also, you know, where they're at in life. So going back to the health example, let's say you go on a, I don't know why I'm going with Beachbody, but let's go on a Beachbody program. You go to their before and after pictures and you see one, let's say you're, I'll go with myself, why not? Let's say you're a tall, like 5'9", um, blonde hair, like 20s. And you just can't figure out, you know, how to, I don't know, figure out how to do food. And then you see this girl who also is around like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, who's in her like 20s to 30s, who has the same problem with being overweight or having a problem with food, but she was able to overcome it with this program. You instantly think, oh, that's right. If this girl can do it, who seems similar to me, then I must be able to do it. Um, it's the same thing with even without pictures. If I were to look at someone and say, oh yeah, you know, I've been able to help 20, 20 year old girls, which I'm not 20, <laughs> why would that, but let's say I help 20 year old women be able to finally end their cycle of perfectionist mode. It's like, I would identify with that because they understand me. They understand the like attracts like, and they show it by showing the testimonials of similar people, appearance wise, occupation wise, the same problem they're able to solve. So one of the biggest reasons too around that is you have to make sure you show them what's possible. So <laughs> this episode, I won't be able to recap things because I'm literally just going off of uh, what I remember and what I've learned from myself and from others whenever they do launches. But those are two, those are some of the biggies. Another biggie, which you kind of heard me hint about before, is you don't sell enough. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this is one of my biggest problems. Um, this is a lot of clients' biggest problems, a lot of people's biggest problems, is they don't sell enough. So what I mean by this is, you might have heard there's like this statistic flowing, floating around where it's like, your each person has to have eight to 10 impressions, but for uh, eight to 10 impressions with you before they buy. Now, to be honest, I think there's it's more than that nowadays because there's so much noise around there, but I'd say eight to 10 pieces of content. Even that, I'd probably say like even eight to 15 because it depends on the person too. But 
That means eight to 15 times they need to hear about your offer, about what you do, about the services you provide. It doesn't always have to be the same, but it's kind of like, I'm trying to think of a good example for this one. I love giving you guys examples. It's one of my favorite things. I just usually have notes for that. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the Avengers. Like that one's coming out very soon. And there's so much hype around it. There's so many commercials. There's so many advertisements. But what if there wasn't? What if there were no commercials? You had no idea, like, what was happening. And then just a day before the movie started, they said, okay, guys, make sure you go see the movie without no any commercials, without any, like, interviews with actors. They're just like, yeah, hey, guys, just let you know. It's in a day. Go see it. And you have no idea what it's even about or like you you have an inkling, but you don't know that much about it. People need to get warmed up to your offer, just like they need to get warmed up to you. So one of the biggest reasons why launches flopped, why mine have, uh, I've had like a couple that flopped because of that reason, because I didn't promote or sell enough, which is ironic because a lot of you out there, which is why I think I created probably one of my most popular uh, episodes is about like something about five reasons or five selling mistakes you're making. And one of those mistakes is you're not owning it and allowing yourself to promote more and sell more because you can sell in a way that's integrity to you. That's never the problem. The problem is the mind work that you have right now, which is saying, oh, I don't know if I want to promote it more than once. You know, what do I even say? I've said it already. You got to remember first that the algorithm and email list is already really shrunken down. So let's say you have a thousand followers and let's say you have a thousand email lists just to make it easier for you. Inside of that email list open rates are usually, if you're lucky, 20 to 30%, which means, dear God, I hope that I get this, <laughs> this number right, about 200 people out of those thousand people, or two to 300 of those a thousand people will actually open up your email. And then it's usually I think about like 10%, five to 10% who actually click the link to go see the actual landing page. Now we're down to, God, numbers are unfortunate. <laughs> like, um, I, I wanna say like 15 people, don't quote me on that number. And then a little bit less for people who actually sign up for the program or who even get a call with you. So now you're down to like two or three. Conversion rates are always going to be very low, but the more that you can understand that, the more you realize how important it is to continuously talk about your offer. And that's why I like launches instead, because it gives you a clear time where it's like, you know, from let's say Monday to Friday, I'm going to be talking about this program. I'll be sharing different features. I'll be sharing different testimonials. I'll be talking about why I created it. Um, but you have to make sure that you spend time around that because when you don't, your audience sees it once or twice and will say, oh, that sounds cool, but you know, I'm not really warmed up to it, so I'm just going to go keep scrolling. But if it's like in their face and not in a mean way, but just is it in their peripheral for a couple times, they get more warmed up to it. It's why a lot of us, uh, whenever we buy a product, especially, I'm trying to think of, especially clothes, I would say unless you know exactly what you're going for, you're going to need a couple times to get warmed up to it. And that's what your audience needs as well. Don't automatically assume, like I know when we were younger, you might've heard that phrase of, uh, 
don't assume it makes an ass out of you and me. I love that part. <laughs> uh, it's true, though. A lot of people assume, including myself, I assumed that people had been tired of my offer. They've been tired of hearing about it, but I only mentioned it twice. <laughs> like, maybe the hottest of hottest leads will go for that, but they need to be warmed up. Usually, I would say about... Yeah, I would say about five to ten times you need to talk about your offer. You don't have to say the exact same thing, but just different areas to make sure that they know that and always talk about where they can go next, whether it be your landing page, whether it be a call with you, whether whatever it is, you need to make sure, and you can even ask yourself, go back to one of your past launches when you were selling stuff, how often did you actually sell? Like, did you actually say, click here to buy, this is my offer? Ask yourself that. Even look at your content. You'll be able to know for sure how often you did that. Okay, got off a tangent there. <laughs> so those are a couple of the big ones that I would say is why, you know, launches flop. Stra- strategically wise, I would say one of the biggest reasons is not being prepared enough. You don't have to have everything set in stone. But like I said, when you have to show, show up, you have to make sure that you have things already in order because that was a big problem for me is when you show up a lot, your energy gets drained because I'm, I'm an introvert. I love talking uh, <laughs> like when I, when I want to, but you know, I get drained very easily for energy and because I know that about myself, I can't just do an hour or like half an hour on a live and then go straight into writing a post. No matter how much I love writing posts, it's just a lot of energy drained. And that's why I recommend for a lot of people to have a launch strategy or promo strategy or content calendar, whatever, <laughs> to have some of that set up for you so you don't have to worry about the odds and ends of, oh, you know, I need to make sure that I create this content right now. Or, you know, you just feel constantly in a state of rushed. And nowadays, I don't believe you need to have that. Like, there's going to be some stress no matter what. But I really, truly believe that when you're going down this space of selling, or launching your offer, the more you can have automated, the better, because it'll make your mind at ease. It's the reason why I'll be doing an upcoming offer on funnels, and maybe one about launch strategy later. If you actually want one about, like, if you want help with your launch or promo strategy, uh, DM me on Instagram and let me know, because that's something that I actually really enjoy doing, but I haven't seen enough people who uh, in my audience have been super down for that, so let me know. But I just find that that's one of the biggest reasons strategically why a lot of people flop is because they get so focused on this part around, oh, I need to make sure that I do this. And when it comes to writing this post or insert whatever here, just from past experience, I do recommend you for the most part, as much as you can outsource the better. If you can hire a VA for like two or three hours a week, they're literally, they can be like four to $10 an hour. So most of you can pay that much for like two weeks or three weeks, but they kind of really take off some of that stress. Like one of the things that I have my VA do, which I love, is that she sometimes will post posts for me. Like I create the posts and so forth, but she'll post engagement posts. Or if there's a post that I did where it's talking about like, hey, do you want access to this? Let me know. I drop a yes. I'll have her comment and give the link to that because it saves me time, but also it's automating that as well. So that could be part of it as well as you're putting too much on yourself. Another reason why launches flop is you burn out. You have too much on your plate to where your brain is just going haywire and it doesn't know how to constantly switch. Because think about it, you're going to write and then you're going to 
talk on the phone and then you're going to try and do a live and then you're going to try and do admin tasks. It's a lot for your brain to go through. So I'll probably do an episode on that later around content batching or like how to make your schedule better. I'm in no means a schedule queen, but I I've done a lot of different tests. I've done a lot of different planners. I know you out there who have tried planners like me. So I can give some tips around that for batching. But I just believe that when you can, allow to let go. Like really think about that. When you're launching, when you're like selling something, the more you can streamline so you can have the most energy and have the like, without getting super woo, but like the highest vibration you can, that's the best part. Because even if you don't believe in that kind of stuff, which I totally understand, but think about actors or motivational speakers. You can feel their energy when they're coming. Like when they're on stage, they like ooze charm. Like they ooze um, sophistication and like just the energy. You're just like, oh my gosh, I want that. It's like inspirational. That's what you're doing when you're launching. Like, that's why when you show up, you have to have that kind of energy because people want that. They want to be like, oh, that girl, she's super inspirational. I love what she's doing. I love how she makes me feel. I want to work with her because of that reason. I want to have that same feeling. And that's one of the other reasons, too, why a lot of launches can flop is you're not taking time to exude that type of energy. Very important because... When you get to the point of you're not automating, when you're not keeping up your energy, you feel burnt out, your audience will notice, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, they will notice a shift in your tone, they'll notice a shift in your content. So that's why it's really important when you're launching, especially something that like you really want to go well, which is most of them, is to make sure that your energy, like the way that you show up every day, is just the highest version of you. It's the happiest version. It's the joyous version of yourself that you can be. Obviously, don't be fake. That's not what it's about. But it's just trying to get yourself in that level. So those are some of the biggest ones that I can think of right now. I think the last thing that I would say is, oh, this is actually a goodie. This is a goodie for you guys. Listen up. You need to visualize and really see yourself, embody it, dance about it, feel how it would feel to get those couple of sales, feel the energy that be inside you. Think about seeing yourself calling your loved ones, be like, oh my gosh, this sale, I got a six-figure launch, I can't believe it. And being able to see that money in your bank account, being able to buy that first-class ticket, being able to sail over wherever you want to go. You need to embody that every single day because that will first bring up your energy but it'll too allow your brain to get wrapped around it and see this as a thing that's already happening, or at least for yourself, to believe that it's true. So if any of these you noticed you haven't been doing or you did but just didn't like be consistent about, I really recommend you go in deeper, especially if you're going through, which almost all of you are, selling something. This is very important when it comes to why your launches might have flopped, why your current offers might not be selling that much, and so forth. So what I want you to do, listen to these, see which one of them, you maybe one or two that you want to go for, and dedicate like a month, 30 days, or even 14 days to doing these every single day. And I swear things will change. <laughs> and what I want you to do as well, screenshot this and put it on Instagram. If DM me at I am Danielle Clem, and I will personally reach out to you. And if you can tell me what your one takeaway was, I will send you a very 
special and free gift. So let me know how this was for you. Let me know how you love this episode. It's actually really fun for me. I didn't even plan to talk about this, but it came up yesterday. So I wanted to share that to you and I'll talk to you guys all later. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey with Danielle Clem. If you like our show and want to know more, check out the show notes to join in the Insiders Facebook group, or please leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next week for another dose of business, branding, and everything in between. See you then.